0: This is your Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes jam-packed with news of the day from the perspectives of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: The top story is that, no surprise here, what's going on in Turkey was an immediate, massive mm, cluster of...
1: Cluster what?
0: uh cluster show <laughs> <laughs> both of the things i wanted to call it were vulgar and i don't want to i don't want to trigger any censors. yeah of course kid stuff doesn't have those kind of sensors anyway um so what i know so immediately last month i think it was just one week ago they Trump announced that he was going to what ended up what was really if you dug in fifty to a hundred troops were being moved out of northern Syria, so to elsewhere in Syria. But the two thousand Se- troops that we have dedicated to inside Syria would remain inside. And he said he was doing it to make room for Turkish operation. I was surprised that it happened immediately and uh, dramatically right away without. There's some talk of, oh, yeah, Trump did it on purpose to let this guy do his thing. Who knows what Trump is really up to? But I was I, I was waiting for uh, – this was moving so fast. I was waiting for an immediate kind of pivot back, and I thought it was going to happen over the weekend because on Friday they said that uh, Erdogan, whatever, Turkey – Uh, started operations or firing or dropping bombs very close to what I guess were still U.S. positions. I, I guess we didn't move far enough out of the way. I don't know. But it looked like there were provocations afoot. So what's been developing now today is that Trump is accelerating the withdrawal And they're going to actually move all the troops out of northern Syria, keep some in southern Syria, and move the rest to Iraq or elsewhere. Now, if you think about these troop movements, we sent a lot of troops over to Saudi Arabia. What looked like a response to the oil well fire bombing, now maybe that whole thing, which was fishy in my opinion, was meant to give cover to the fact that we were bringing troops into the Middle East, that... That I I have never thought and will not believe that we've abandoned our efforts in Syria. I don't think the way the geopolitical paradigm is right now that we will ever stop trying to use U.S. money and weapons and soldiers to dominate the Middle East for whoever it is on top. The military industrial complex, the defense, energy banking, the big three, we're just not stopping. And now there are all these reports of Turkey committing atrocities, of course, and then many reports in the kind of one one level down of those reports being fake, falsified, the video, which was actually, there was plenty of evidence of that happening in Syria over the years, just false reporting, uh, made up videos, people being exposed as creating... Uh, videos out of thin air
1: and right now with the way the media has been talking about how the truth doesn't matter, but the greater truth does or the facts don't matter. The greater truth matters. Uh-huh. That would, are they talking you. about that now? They're talking about that. And that's just a theme across all of the, Oh, definitely.
0: Uh, yes, I absolutely. That's such a theme. Yeah. That's such a theme anyway. And of course, as you have pointed out, when they start with augmented reality, they're going to be able to like make you feel like you're there, which which gives so much authenticity to stuff that is, by definition, fabricated. Yeah. So one thing that I had highlighted to expect last week, it was just one sentence in an article, but no no sentences are wasted. That ISIS would be getting out of prisons. I was like, okay, if you're gonna move our troops, we have two thousand troops. Why are we not guarding our own ISIS prisoners? That so the whole theme is that. And actually, there was a big CNN editorial on there online where it said all of these years of fighting ISIS has been a complete waste because in no. one day Trump totally over they we had them on the run. I wondered all this like they were like ISIS is defeated. All this stuff was I just didn't believe what what I mean. Everyone, even in the alternative press, seemed to believe this narrative that we were finished in Syria, and I'm like, we're never. Unless the actual people calling the shots are dying, they're never going – if they can get away with it, they are never going to stop pushing ahead. They don't care about the cost of money. Well, the money they end up getting, so they love that. But our human life, nothing. So they're going to do whatever they have to do to keep it going. They're not just going to walk away uh admit defeat they are they're just never going to do that so now that isis even women and children who are isis related have been featured in stories it's like can you believe these people are getting out of jail it's like okay they're women and children i believe you they're isis but whatever
1: yeah that made me think of the caging babies story they always run with when they started talking about the women and children that were in jail
0: is the caging babies what was that
1: that's the border crisis oh putting yes but
0: they're the these are evil babies right these are evil babies so lindsey graham and nancy pelosi are burying the hatchet and reaching across the aisle to stop this horrible decision by trump they want to reverse his decision i guess to withdraw is the decision that they want to reverse i'm all for congress taking back the war powers but let's declare war if we've got a war going on if we're deploying military abroad we should. It should. If if it. Should, we should declare it as a war. Mind our own business. They also want extreme sanctions against Turkey. Who is a an official ally of ours? So whoever Turkey goes to war with, we have to go to war with. I believe that's how NATO works. Something like that. So this is like when we had the authorization to use force against anyone who did nine eleven or harbors people who did nine eleven, which was Al Qaeda. But the people that were using to invade Syria were also Al Qaeda. So when we went in to fight side by side with Al Qaeda against Syria, like what was the authorization to use that force? And yeah. then Obama had to actually get it changed. So the other big thing, of course, power vacuum, they actually said today on Fox, the power the power is shifting as the Kurds look to Russia and Syria to protect them after we abandon them. So it's all this, you know, but Russia, but Syria. And I think that we're in cahoots with Turkey. I've got to look. There was that prank call with Lindsey Graham from our, from our favorite radio hosts out of Russia that he talks about their kind of plan with Turkey. I'll have to go back and listen to that because I assume that Turkey is is— um cooperating with us on what I believe to be this scenario that gets us to just right now that everybody all c n n all Fox, all Republicans, all Democrats, everybody is joining in one voice like we must escalate in syria and and Lindsey Graham had called for twenty thousand troops to be sent to Syria just a couple of years ago, so we know where where what he wants
1: yeah, I want to know at what point in time is it completed can anybody give a concrete picture of what it looks like so we know how to say okay now everybody can easily recognize that it's time to get out of there
0: well i did read something that said you cannot yield the battlefield if you yield you lose and terrorism is everywhere and this is a battle against terrorism
1: so never that so means means never, war, never and
0: nowhere those are the two places where we can not have war yeah. never and nowhere so that's just an answer to your question. <laughs> that's a good I think, answer. I think we got it. We nailed it. So, uh, yeah, there. That's there's actually a few little more items of international news.
1: Hong Kong protest. Police say that a remotely controlled bomb was detonated. That's similar to the ones that have been used in terror attacks. I, they didn't specify where or which terror attacks, but. This was the first time such a bomb had been used in these protests, and it was controlled remotely by a mobile phone, and it was set off as a police car was driving by and as police were clearing the streets after a demonstration. And about 20 petrol bombs were also exploded over the weekend, so it signals an escalating – escalating tactics being used in the protest. and this makes me think back to last week after Trump's rally in Minneapolis where there was a lot of – attacks police and protesters were going after each other outside i just think we're going to continue to see the mirroring of some of the things that we're seeing in hong kong
0: and there that kind of thing is spreading everywhere Mm -hmm. i i mean well many places and i noticed there was an article i didn't know where it is i don't know if it's like spread all over the news but there's news coming out of ukraine that's showing neo-nazis Protesting the Ukrainian president Zelensky kind of in parallel the way Pelosi and Graham are protesting Trump. They Zelensky supposedly, of course, I don't believe for a second was elected, uh, by the grassroots as the alternative candidate because he said he would make peace with Russia about the, the cauldron, the Eastern Ukrainian stuff that did not want to go pivot to the West when. Uh, Yanukovych was run out of town. So that earlier president that, yeah, anyway, I I can't recap all that stuff, but this guy's Lenski. So he made the same promises. That's why he was, he won handily or why people believe he won handily is that he said he's going to negotiate with the Russians. So he's for like a peaceful settlement. He just doesn't want that war. And there were good ideas on the table back in the day of just making these like quasi-independent zones. They would have a little more liberty than a regular like province or state, but they would still be part of Ukraine. And in my mind, that always just means who who are you paying your taxes to? And And that's what – that's all – I think, ultimately, I think it was the origin of nation states and wars and borders. Who are you paying your taxes to? But this guy, so Zelensky wants to take the rational road of making peace with Russia. And he's being met with neo-Nazi protests. <laughs> and if you'll remember, uh, Victoria Nuland one of the three people she said were going to run the government after they got rid of the democratically elected president, one was Yats, who they were going to put in the position, the face job, Yats and Yik, who was. And the other two are Kleech, who became the mayor, Kleechko, who became the mayor of Kiev and was calling the shots behind the scenes, was what she said. And the other guy was Tani Book, who is the head of the neo-Nazis there. So she has this coalition of these guys who are, controlling different factions controlling the scenes and so it looks to me like the neo-nazis if that's still the case the neo-nazis are being controlled by whoever's controlling the ukrainian government yeah i mean you could think that zelensky somehow won this democrat like that we went through all the trouble of replacing a democratically elected president only to just Make the elections completely fair and and hope for the best. You yeah. know, like I doubt that happens. So Zelensky, I think it's that dialectical thing where he's going to try to make peace. Then there's going to be resistance and whatever is going to happen is going to be the way it was supposed to be.
1: This is what I was looking out for on how they're going to rope in the Ukrainian scandal and turn it completely into a Russian interference scandal. And if Zelensky Explain. is trying to cooperate with Russia – Take the peaceful solution and there's these people protesting that right there. The the media one way they could report that is that coercion by Trump is forcing Zelensky to cooperate with Russia. He's being bullied to cooperate with Russia and Russia, which is obviously Trump's a puppet of Russia. So it's a just a circle that can yes, be
0: so- there. Even though, right. Now that, that's interesting because that points to why I I was scratching my head. Where did I see that story? Because I think I got that story off a kind of more marginal, international focused voice of America or RT, which would be like opposite propaganda, but it's still for a different audience. And you'll find that a lot where they will acknowledge in this something that regular people aren't going to see that Zelensky actually is credit, his, his, popularity politically gets derives in part according to opinion in his home in Ukraine in him wanting peace with russia which means that the people in ukraine want peace with russia that's all great and they're willing to compromise all that Right. So that would be reasonable. But what you're saying, that doesn't mean that our mainstream media wouldn't say, oh, now all of a sudden this guy's making peace with Russia. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I have seen that that is actually why today I went to RT and I went to some of those outside sources. I wanted to see, maybe I was looking for like the serious stuff, but then you see a different narrative. It's so funny. And sometimes I think that News events that seem fishy to me here and I can't figure them out, I think maybe those are directed to the outside world. They're not really meant for us. They happen here or we have to hear about them, but we're not really given the whole the whole plot twist because yeah. it's not designed for us. So there are like those two – I think it faces in and it faces out, and there are laws about that. That's what that Michael Hastings thing, the last thing you wrote about, was um, – that law where they loosened up the rules of how propaganda could be consumed by domestic audiences. Yeah. And I, so they, they acknowledge always that there's a difference between how we treat the rest of the world and how we treat our own people. It's so pathetic. Yeah. But the Ukraine thing reminds me of Hunter Biden is another big thing that's in the news right now. And I just wanted to point out what's in the news across every outlet. Hunter Biden steps down from Chinese board.
1: Yeah, you were right? all over this, not the resignation <laughs> part, but this Chinese board that he was on.
0: Right. And I can't tell you, I had to dig and dig to even see if it was the same Chinese board. So I read uh, the Wall Street Journal article. I think the one online is more comprehensive, but the one in my newspaper, it did mention this BHR. doesn't say anything about it. Nothing, I think all it said is Hunter Biden owns ten percent uh, of the private equity firm b h r and he commit which he gained, which he earned by committing to invest four hundred and twenty thousand dollars for the stake now b h r invests billions of dollars it invests billions of dollars, which means. That the return on that will be tremendous, and he didn't. It do, the Wall Street Journal doesn't say he invested four hundred twenty thousand. He committed to invest, so now he still owns ten percent of this multi-billion-dollar company. That and it didn't go into at all who his partners were in there. It's BHR, yeah. Bohai, Harvest, Rosemont, Seneca Thornton is what it stands for. It's BHRST or. Bow High Harvest, RST. Rosemont, Seneca, Thornton, which I've talked about before. Rosemont is the Chris Hines money, John Kerry's wife's family. Uh Thornton is the James Bulger, Whitey Bulger money. <laughs> and then the Seneca, I believe the Seneca part is the Hunter Biden, Devin Archer thing. Hunter Biden has something called Paradigm with Jim Biden, his uncle, yeah. uh, Joe's brother but even even when you hear the Devin Archer come up they don't even mention that he's a convicted fraudster whose conviction was overturned by this judge whose husband is a high ranking person on the Mueller Russia investigation (laughs) committee you know I mean it's just why these things and uh, Wall Street Journal is supposed to be kind of pro-Trump right why wouldn't they 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 only lay out the facts as would be presented by Joe they say Hunter didn't even tell me, you know, Joe says Hunter didn't even tell me he was stepping down. uh, And we don't do nepotism the way Trump does. That is the kind of theme. And it's like, really, this is a Trump nepotism scandal? And it's beyond nepotism. I mean, there was so that Peter Schweitzer put out a lot of stuff, which I didn't read the book. I should probably buy the book. He says it's well documented. And I imagine I I would think it would be because I haven't heard that it wasn't. And he seems like a guy who's enough in the mainstream to not be completely just making stuff up and get away with it. But that some of these investments that the company made, one was charged by the Justice Department of stealing US nuclear secrets. Wow. And there yeah, and there were other scandals like that surrounding some of the investments made by this company. And and it doesn't look like Hunter's giving up his stake in it, just he's just not showing up for work anymore.
1: Yeah, and he pledged that he wouldn't work with the foreign-owned company or serve on their board if there is to be a Biden presidency, and it's like we're just supposed to believe that, and we're <laughs> supposed to believe that it, this didn't happen before. See, the, the thing that is crazy about this is even an objective observer who is dispassionately looking at this who might hate Trump. Completely hate Trump, but if they dispassionately look at this objectively, I think best-case scenario, you say, you know what? This actually should be investigated just to prove that there was nothing going on because it doesn't look good at all.
0: Right, right.
1: So I see a couple possibilities of what's going on here. Harold Laswell, the propagandist and political scientist in the early um, 19 – well, 1920s, like 1980s. He he writes about uh, the propaganda techniques of how to bury information that's going to get out anyway, and Biden could have made some sort of deal to be this gaff filled front guy in order to leak out the information about his sons and potentially his involvement that could be corrupt with China and or Ukraine in a way that buries it and it never gets heard from again.
0: Absolutely. I think that's a completely reasonable – Theory to work with.
1: Yeah. Another possibility is that we take Hunter Biden at, at his word. And I stated my opinion on that, that it, even we take him at his word, it should still be investigated to clear his name because it doesn't look good. Another possibility is that, um, this is, we talked about this one. This is actually propping Biden up. It's propping him up to be, to make him be. Cheated by foreign interference. A specific oh yes of being yes by foreign interference. Yes,
0: yeah, so his so he was never ever going to win or be president ever ever ever. Like I never thought for a minute he was some a viable candidate. That was kind of crazy that he was being, uh, propped up by that. I was also shocked when Jeb Bush ran back then. I was like, are people really ready for another Bush? But he just kept getting propped up. I did fall for it at the time, but uh so like with biden they can take somebody who really has nothing to lose he wasn't going anywhere and you're right this almost like whitewashes it all for him like you can never look into it without it seeing like well that's without evidence those are accusations without evidence it's like PizzaGate. gate we are we are going to noticeably not investigate this in a normal manner because it's politicized by a conspiracy theorist wow we wow yes yeah the conspiracy theory itself right debunks itself
1: another possibility and this is might be a little far-fetched but what if what if a, a case is actually being built against hunter biden and he actually does get arrested imagine for a minute think about if that were to happen If he got arrested, it would immediately be reported, regardless of there could be a mountain of evidence proving that it's true, proving that whatever corruption or whatever he's being accused of that he's guilty of. Mountain of evidence, it doesn't matter. It will be reported in the media as Trump locking up the son of one of his political opponents in authoritarianism. The fears of authoritarianism will, will run rampant.
0: Yeah, that's excellent. Yes. Political prisoner.
1: Yeah. And speaking to what you – yeah, political prisoner. To, to what you said a moment ago, I expect Trump's kids to be subpoenaed by Congress.
0: I think the Trump's entire thing, and this is why the – now, with Biden, I don't – I think that Hunter is a ne'er-do-well that Biden uses as a front for his own enrichment. Like yeah. that's how I – and, of course, yeah. Hunter has kids and whatever, so you pass it down through the generations. But I don't think of like – Hunter being Joe's pride and joy and that he's doing this all for Hunter. I do actually feel that way for Trump. I feel like he his main motive in being president and playing this game that I think he's playing, maybe he's not, maybe he's just an egomaniac or he loves this country, depending on whether you like him or not. But I personally think that this is all the quid pro quo for him just going through the ringer or standing up to this day after day is that his kids will be kind of like Carly owned. Like they will be emerged as legitimate and their money will be legitimate and never ending with that DC post office. I think that it's, uh, so I, so maybe they'll subpoena them. I don't know about that, but I do not think that they will really be hurt.
1: And maybe there'll be a Don jr. And Eric ticket in 2024
0: or Ivanka. Oh, Ivanka. First female president.
1: Yeah. Okay, so Shepard Smith resigned this past weekend at Fox News. I'm sure you probably heard. Yes. And I expected he'll have a show on CNN or MSNBC by the end of the week. Although he does have a no-compete clause. I don't know how that will factor in, but he says he's not done hmm. yet. But the interesting part about this is that the way that it's being reported by CNN and other news outlets – did you know this? I didn't know this when I first heard it. I, I've been I've seen Shep Smith on TV for years, but I had no idea that inside of Fox he was the leader of making true journalism the ethos of the network and that <laughs> he was the leader of the journalist side of Fox News. And he had the courage, which gave other journalists who fear the opinion makers over there, he gave them the courage… to fact-check Trump and that he was the only thing standing in between a complete takeover of the Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson opinion makers. And with him gone, all the other journalists are speaking anonymously Uh, and cowering in fear because Fox News is now overrun by the opinion host and CNN and others. They seem to be demanding that there be some sort of outside universal fact-checker that must get the same amount of airtime. Over at Fox News, that's hold to be on, the slow
0: talking. down. What was that?
1: It seems to be the way this is being reported by CNN. No, but what was that
0: last half sentence? That fact they, checker. They want. What?
1: They're talking as though they want outside CNN and and got other it. networks. Outside got it, got it. independent fact checkers must get the same amount of airtime at Fox News. That seems. Oh, to that's be the it.
0: fairness doctrine. I
1: know. That's exactly what it seems like. There's a push towards that going. Um, going that on has been
0: Obama was trying to bring back the fairness doctrine, and this is one of those things where I use the hashtag it will take a Republican or both you know bipartisan maybe Pelosi and Graham can put it on their their joint uh the joint to do list
1: I expect to hear something about that on some sort of congressional legislation soon and another interesting aspect of this is that one of the things that Fox News. while also it does spread propaganda, but comparatively to CNN, one of the things it did well is you could say, well, it does have the – it does differentiate its fact shows, its fact-based news shows versus its opinion shows. So it labels them as such, and some of the news shows actually seem to contrast Trump, and CNN and the other networks, you can't really make that same claim, so now by Shep Smith resigning, you take away the only (laughs) argument… For Well, Fox News isn't total propagandist. Now the other side can say, well, they're completely radicalized. The opinion people attack and destroy the actual news reporters, and now it's just pure state-run media.
0: I do think that it was Fox. I believe you. Like That I'm sure is how it's going to be spun, but I believe it was – her name was Jane Aker. I've talked about this before where she was doing an expose on – monsanto or cows with their hormones in a fox affiliate in florida and they fox monsanto called i think roger ailes like the head of fox that was the article i read and went and had her story i think spiked or hijacked and falsified and she won and then they fired her and she won and uh was awarded some money, and then a higher court overturned it saying, the news does not have to be true. <laughs> How do you like that? So yeah. Fox itself won the lawsuit that says that, just like the NFL, I think it was, won a lawsuit that games don't need to be authentic. They could be rigged. You That's have no – if you lose money on it, you cannot go back to them and say, you lied to you me. Lie. They're like, yeah. this is entertainment, and so is news.
1: That's funny because they were talking about Roger Ailes, and they were talking positively about him. They were saying – this is a the CNN – they were saying that under Roger Ailes, whatever you think about him, this would not have happened. The opinion people would not be attacking the people that are reporting truth that are oh
0: he absolutely led the attack on somebody who was reporting truth and it's in the record
1: yeah so they're kind of restoring his image a little bit to push this whole narrative
0: well that when he was on his deathbed and he just took a fall took took one for the team i kind of feel like jobs did that too like he's like oh i used alternative medicine and that's why this happened yeah, I don't know, you know, because Ailes, they were like, oh, he's stepping down because he's a sexual harasser, and then he died shortly thereafter. Isn't that right? Am I remembering that right? I think so. Yeah, and I just feel like a lot of those guys like Bill O'Reilly he's like, all right, I'll go out in a blaze of glory, but you are going to pay my contract out, right? <laughs> yeah, so.
1: There's some Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein news today. Which, really? Yeah, there was a little bit of Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein stuff in the past because one of, of Gates' associates – met with Epstein and worked with Epstein on that MIT Media Lab funding. So there was already a little bit there, but it turns out that despite their initial claims that Bill Gates himself did meet with Jeffrey Epstein at Jeffrey Epstein's house in New York in Manhattan at least three times beginning in 2011 after Epstein had already been convicted of a sex crime, so after his – after people knew what he had been doing. And the reason that Epstein met with him was to discuss philanthropy, and they initially said – Gates' spokesperson said that once over time, the Gates team realized that Epstein's capabilities and ideas were not legit and all contact with him was discontinued. I thought that was interesting that – It took them meeting with Epstein a few times personally, Bill Gates meeting with him personally to realize that Epstein's capabilities and ideas were not legit to meet Bill Gates' purpose. So he already knew that Epstein was convicted of a sex crime, and I can only assume that he knew some of the details that had come out and a little bit about the sweetheart deal, the sex island, the plane. So all of those ideas were okay for a meeting. I want to know what Epstein, what ideas Epstein presented to him. That
0: what was the deal breaker? If that stuff was fine, sacrificing. What kind of like like, strange animal was in his guest room waiting for him? What finally made Gates (laughs)
1: say, "I don't cross this line." I would like to know that. Right.
0: Yeah, that I think he'll take that to his grave. You
1: said said something interesting though, because my question was, why in the world does Bill Gates, who is Like hundreds of billions of dollars, one of the richest people in the world. What does he need money from Jeffrey? Yeah, I
0: mentioned this with the the Zuckerberg thing. So Bill Gates and Warren Buffett – Warren Buffett gave Bill Gates all his charitable money. They have like a joint foundation because they said that it's so hard to really use that kind of money wisely. You can't just establish it yourself, and we have completely aligned goals – that's what we need to do. And then they went and got Zuckerberg, who I, of course, identify, in my opinion, as a created person. But he went and gave them, also pledged to them, like, a a huge amount of his fortune. And my thinking isn't that it's so much that they need more money. It's actually hard to deploy that kind of money. It's that they want to make sure it doesn't end up anywhere else. It's almost, just like in the Middle East, it's not necessarily that we need all the oil, but we need to make sure nobody else has control of all that oil. And yeah. I, I almost wonder with somebody like Zuckerberg if it's just a way – so let's say I'm my hypothesis is correct and Zuckerberg was identified when he went to that youth program at Johns Hopkins as somebody they wanted to use in this way as the Pied Piper for, I don't know, getting big tech to be highly censored or something like that. They bring him up, they prop him up, and and he gets all this money, and then they got to get it back, right? They can't, they can't he can't just have it. Like I always feel like the Travis Kalanick story is a good one. Like he had a lot of money, and they're like, okay, now it's time to share your data with the government. He's like, no. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm sorry, son. <laughs> it does not work that way. So it's possible that this is a way just to get the money back from Zuckerberg or whatever. With Epstein. I mean, my guess is that to the extent that Gates has a funny background, people do wonder where about his origin story where, like, IBM gave him the reins to some important developments while he was, like, working out of a garage. I don't know. There's some fishy story about Bill Gates. So who knows where this stuff dovetails as far as intelligence, big tech, government's you know what I mean? I would think Gates and Epstein would, would have something more important to talk about than just simple, straight up siphoning all f- surplus wealth into dedicating it to these PC purposes.
1: Yeah, I do too. Like maybe what information does Epstein have and has he collected? You know, Gates does deal in data.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that, I think that is. And we've said this for a really long time, is that Epstein's primary goal – I mean his handler, Maxwell, her father was a super spy. Yeah. Six Mossad chiefs went to his funeral if if what I've read is correct.
1: Yeah, I so. w- I'm looking forward to hearing more about that, and uh, some questions I have about that is it, there seems to be information related to Epstein and his dealings that is kind of quietly leaking out uh, slowly. It's not getting a whole lot of coverage and i'm wondering similar to the biden thing is it just being leaked out there to get it out there and bury it or is something really coming down that's going to be bigger
0: hmm i don't think we're getting it i don't right. either I don't I, think i'm near turning the tables on those women and it's not cool yeah it's not
1: cool you had something about the california oh wars.
0: yeah yeah and uh the the original fires in california were last year the really really big fires like the mind bending fires were started. PG&E is actually being held responsible for having started the fires by doing some unusual maintenance work and on electrical towers nearby. And my, uh, of course, the way I think I'm like, okay, so a government contractor starts these fires that have all sorts of policy implications are completely in line with all the drought talk and the droughts that I think they probably uh contribute to. They, I mean, who knows? But so, so I thought it was highly suspicious that PG&E started this fire, and it, which is a basically a quasi-governmental entity. And then the other day, PG&E said, "Oh, because of that, we need to turn off eight hundred thousand people's electricity preemptively because we're afraid of wildfires." Yeah. It's like, really, is it that? Are, are we living on the edge of electricity to the point where you can't turn it on? Let's start a fire. I feel like we went back a 100 years in time. Yeah. And then overnight... So you brought that story. You brought that story mm-hmm. here. Then that night, or when we woke up the next morning, there were all these reports of wildfires in California. I mean, on cue. Like, really? there's no two ways about it. On cue. And I even... I even said to my husband, who's normally like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Coincidences happen. I'm like, come on. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that is weird. So to make things weirder, I saw an article in the Daily Mail UK, and this has been around, but it's comprehensive there where a, a somebody in his car with a, with a camera or iPhone or whatever took a picture of this, of a garbage truck that was smoldering. They were right near an underpass, but the garbage truck pulls over to the side of the road and has this burning trash. And he's preparing to dump it into basically what was kindling, just like an area that was definitely going to start a wildfire. And this guy follows him and he says, hey, man, you have got to stop. Like, you can't just go up to that underpass, but do it under the underpass so that it won't light all this stuff on fire. I mean, this is definitely going to start fire. And he said the guy, his pleadings were met with a blank stare. And it did in fact start the fire. And this is a government contracted garbage company. And they, and the only reports I could find here were that they are investigating whether the driver did anything unlawful, which is pretty crazy considering how can that not be unlawful? If flicking a cigarette butt out the window in California is unlawful.
1: Well, if it's government-sanctioned, it's government then you can flick the cigarettes out.
0: Well, yeah, so that's the thing. If that's how if that's how law is, that is what rule of law is. It's not supposed to change depending on if you're an insider or an outsider.
1: That's definitely so, an interesting story. I noticed some stories about potential wildfires in Georgia coming up, so I'm wondering if the same thing is going to happen here, if the same recommendations about shutting so down they're really,
0: they're really going too far.
1: Well, I look forward to see how this unfolds over the coming weekend. What to, what and what to are, watch out for? Oh uh, yeah, and a reminder: tomorrow is the fourth staged <laughs> and highly scripted presidential debate for the Democrats. There'll be twelve people on stage, the most in history.
0: I'm so not interested at all. Can you just watch it for us and
1: <laughs> report back? I hope that I survive the whole
0: thing. <laughs> it is. I, I do you. Uh, Hey, that might be a nice time to visit my cocktail blog.
1: <laughs> if you're gonna watch it, I do suggest having a few to get you, you got to to get through these things there. I think so. Terrible and they're mind numbing. And you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com at four PM or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report Podcast feed. We will talk to you all tomorrow.